just like the Week 10 slate, the prep for the Week 10 slate tends to be a shit show. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. It's week 10. That's fucking terrific. Oh, my God. We got to deal with weather again. Ugh. got to deal with injuries. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's November. Ugh. I didn't get a turkey yet. Ugh. Oh, wait. I don't have to get a turkey for Thanksgiving because we're already on to Christmas. Fair enough. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and on f- Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? This is our first run through the schedule. And what the fuck else do I got going on here? Oh my God, come on. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> Any which way, we do have some weather. We have to deal with some injuries. Injury concerns and stuff, so uh, we'll see what's going on there. We'll get through everything. But uh, let's go ahead and just get started here, if I can get this set up. Uh, Target sheet will be out today, and it will be out before the final final write-up for um, the Week 10 slate, so that's good. So still digging through. I'm going to try and get ahead for Week 11. Uh, tonight <clears throat> and early, early tomorrow morning. Um, just too much work at the worst opportune times and uh, just kind of took me out of my uh, game this week. So we're hoping to get back on schedule next week, uh, which should be no problem. Any which way, let's start with the early games. They're all actually, it's kind of funny because the schedule is weird. It's broken up, you know, half and half between the early games and the late games. Um, and all the early games are actually Fox games, and that has to do with the, I believe it has to do with the Masters being on. So, uh, just kind of weird, weird, wild stuff. So, hopefully I can get three games on. I should be able to get three games on uh, this week, but we'll see. Houston at Cleveland opens it up. Cleveland opened as a two-and-a-half point favorite. 54-and-a-half was the over-under. Uh, currently is Cleveland three and a half and a forty six and a half over under. There is projected uh, winds totaling over thirty five miles an hour in this game, <clears throat> so a bit of a concern there. Uh, but I'm going to extract players as if this game is good to go all around, um, and just kind of work it off of there, and keep an eye on stuff and make my decisions later today. <clears throat> but more than likely, this is going to come down to the running backs, but we will open it up. Deshaun Watson does face a pass defense. That is 20th in the league in DVOA, 23rd in points allowed to the position. Um, 
So in a normal setting, he would be good to go here. Uh, David Johnson is not going to be playing this week, which opens the door for Duke Johnson. He's going to be heavy chalk. Um, so he is somebody that we have to consider. You don't necessarily have to consider him in, uh, <clears throat> in regular seasonal, but um, he's not a bad option. We're all hurting at running back. 18th ranked DVOA uh, rush defense. 31st versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, are the Cleveland Browns 14th in points allowed to the position at 20.5 and FanDuel and 24 on DK. So he's going to get the bulk of the carries. He is very low priced at 5,816 and 5,000. Good for 25th, 33rd, and 28th. So uh, as a cheap value option, it's easy to see why he's chalked, but we have seen in the past that Duke Johnson, when he's gotten the opportunity to uh, take the whole workload, that he doesn't fully get the workload, but it, the weather itself could actually be a determining factor on whether or not he is going to be um, just the main guy or if Buddy Howell, Colin Gillespie, or C.J. Procise gets brought up from the practice squad and throws a monkey wrench in that whole thing. So it's all going to come down to my feelings on other... There's other value plays elsewhere, so... We'll see what happens there. Regular game. Uh, probably wouldn't. I probably actually. Well, I would focus on Will Fuller here. I think Brandon Cooks is kind of the fade guy this week uh, as far as the wide receivers for the Texans. Um, <clears throat> Will Fuller at 7,127 and 6,700. Good for 12th, 7th, and 9th. Is bit getting priced up now. Um, still like his FanDuel price against the 14th ranked uh, DVOA defense versus wide receiver ones. Uh, wide receivers uh, against wide receivers are 28th in points allowed to the position at 37.1 and 45.7. Draws a matchup with Terrence Mitchell that I'm not worried about. Uh, Cooks will get Denzel Ward. Uh, I'm going to respect Ward on there. So I'm going to take a look in the slot. I'm going to take a look at uh, Randall Cobb here has a very good matchup. Um, again, weather permitting. Uh, 31st ranked DVOA versus wide receiver plus. Uh, he comes in at 5,116 and 4,000. Good for 57th, 38th, and 51st. So <clears throat> definitely going to take a look here. See what, uh, keep an eye on that weather uh, for the rest of the day. And then just move on from there. On the other side, you will have Baker Mayfield um, available, but we do know that Baker Mayfield tends not to, even if he has a good game with like you know four touchdowns, he doesn't throw for a hell of a lot of yards. So there's not really a ton of upside per se with him. But I do like his price: seven thousand twenty-eight and six thousand. Uh, over on DK, good for 15th, 13th, and 12th. Uh, again, I'm reading at FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings from the columns. Uh, 23rd ranked pass DVOA defense. Uh, 28th versus points allowed to the uh, quarterback position. <clears throat> but, um, again, it's it's kind of a wait and see uh, what's going to happen here. 
more than likely going to the running backs. And we have a running back uh, that is not activated off IR yet. <clears throat> so I gave him the questionable designation because uh, he's expected to play. But that's one Nick Chubb. Now, again, if Nick Chubb doesn't play, then we just we can pivot to Kareem Hunt. Uh, but Nick Chubb would be 8,200, 31, and 6,800. Good for fourth, fourth, and fifth. Kareem Hunt, 7,500, 28, and 6,700. Good for eighth, fifth, and sixth. So if Nick Chubb does not play, you are not getting that big of a discount, if any, really. Um, pivoting to Kareem Hunt as the as the full starter. Faces a Texans defense as 28th in DVOA rush defense, 27th versus running backs in the passing game, 30th in points allowed to the position at 27.5 on FanDuel and 31.1 on DraftKings. So um, it's a smash matchup. If, you know, they're forced to go full run, I mean, how can you just not look at it, right? So whether or not Chubb would actually be cash viable, is kind of the real question here. But we did see with Delvin Cook when he came off of uh, his his groin injury, <clears throat> he came back with a vengeance and, and smashed the slate. So I might be willing to take a risk on Chubb if he's been cleared. He has been practicing in full all week. So I don't worry too much with that um it's going to be raining early in cleveland and then it's and then the rain dissipates but the wind stays around so i'm not too worried about uh field conditions really uh shouldn't have a torn up field or anything have to worry about that knee uh wide receivers you'd have jarvis landry and rashad higgins being the two guys who would be available from the cleveland side Landry coming in at 6,016 and 5,900. Good for 28th, 38th, and 19th. So he's priced down on two of the three sites. Rashad Higgins, priced down on all three. 5,500, 14, and 4,600. Good for 14th, 51st, and 42nd. Uh, Landry draws the 25th ranked wide receiver one matchup. Higgins draws the 22nd ranked wide receiver two matchup. And the Texans are 26 in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 34.7 on FanDuel and 43.2 on DK. Also available, um, in my opinion, would be one, because it's not all that great from what I've heard. I This is honestly the first time I've actually been through the whole slate, kind of breaking it down. Um You'd have Austin Hooper, because it's a bad week at tight end, you'd have Austin Hooper available, who should, who is back this week. at 5,117 and 3,900, good for 15th, 8th, and 13th. So priced up a little bit on, um, on Yahoo as a top 10 option, which makes me like him more on FanDuel and DK. Uh, but 25th, uh, Houston 25th in, against the tight end at DVOA. 22nd in points allowed to the position at 11.7 on FanDuel, 14.8 on DK. So I do think, you know, normal settings, all those guys are available, but more than likely, like I said, we're probably going to the running backs and looking elsewhere at quarterback, especially for um, our cash game lineups because uh, you don't want to put a whole hell of a lot of risk in there. But I'm, w I'm willing to pull the trigger on Chubb, but... 
again, you know, I'm a chub guy, so um, that just kind of is what it is. Washington at Detroit is next. Uh, Detroit opened as a four-point favorite. 45.5 was the over-under. Currently, Detroit is a three-point favorite. 45.5 over-under. Not going to look at quarterbacks in this game. I have no interest in either Alex Smith or Matt Stafford on the other side. But I do have some interest at the running back position again here. Um, And we're going to take a look at Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Uh, They face 25th ranked DVOA rush defense, 30th versus running backs in the passing game. 32nd overall in points allowed to the position at 32.7 on FanDuel and 35.8 on DK. Gibson comes in at $6,123 and $5,600, good for 20th, 11th, and 17th. J.D. McKissick, $5,317 and $4,900, 40th, 28th, and 31st. Now, the reason why I include both is that McKissick actually has gotten has gotten more opportunity with uh, Alex Smith, as the Dushkanus have fought from behind um, in most of their games. So he's been getting a lot of receiving work in there. So we need to decide, we need to make a decision on whether or not <clears throat> Washington's going to be playing from ahead or if they're going to be playing from behind. I think that's going to be the big key here. Uh, but I do like it. I, I love, love. I like both options here. Uh, I think they're both in play. It's just whether or not I want to pull the trigger on it because either one could go off. So uh, wide receiver position, I think you can look at Terry McLaurin as kind of a higher-end mid-range option facing Detroit defense. They are 13th versus the wide receiver one, uh, but we have seen guys like uh, Devontae Adams go off here. Uh, not that he's, you know, Devontae Adams, but he does face, uh, let's see, t- their 12th in points allowed to the wide receiver position are the Detroit Lions. Uh, 29 points allowed on FanDuel, 36.1 allowed on DK, and he would be facing one Desmond Trufant. So Desmond Trufant is a guy that we can, you know, I, I have no issues uh, going after attacking um, there, so I'm not too worried about any of that. Uh, outside of there, maybe, maybe the Washington football team, uh, or <laughs> my bad, I'm even, I'm even fucking that one up. Uh, maybe the Douche Canoes defense. I know everybody's just like mm, the Douche Canoes, but um, Detroit twenty first in the league and points allowed to opposing teams defenses. There is some offensive line issues right now um, with the Detroit Lions, so I want to pay attention to that. Uh, they're priced pretty well over in FanDuel uh, at 3800 That's good for 14th. On Yahoo and DK, they're $16 and $3,200, good for 8th and 5th. So uh, priced up a bit over there, probably don't like them. On those two sites, but on FanDuel, I think they're in play. Based solely on price, so. Um, on the other end, we have we do have some issues here. Um, 
I don't care much for this offense. The only thing that we were really looking at was going to be TJ Hawkinson, who is priced up because uh, there's not much for higher-end tight ends this week. Um, but he's been dealing with, a, like, not not a toe issue, like toes issue. Uh, so I want to pay attention to what's going on there because that happened midweek. Uh, he was priced at 6200 22 and 5100 good for second, first, and third. Faces Douche Canoe's defense as 32nd versus a tight end in DVOA, 27th in points allowed to the position at 12.9 and 15.8 on FanDuel and DK, respectively. Um, if Detroit Lions' defense came in a little bit cheaper, I might look at them, although they are priced pretty well on on uh, Yahoo. We're not worried about Washington really going off. Um, so if you look at the prices, it's 3900 11 and 2600 Good for 12th, 20th, and 12th. So that price on Yahoo has me intrigued. And even if they don't make the write-up, um, if you're playing on Yahoo, I think they're definitely in play. That's why this is kind of a little bit. This is going to be kind of a little bit of a bonus, whether or not it works or not, right? Because Jesus Christ, it's a defense, so they need really need to get like that touchdown. That's what you're searching for. Um, but that's why that's why I tell you to look at get the spreadsheet, use the podcast, and use the. Um, The write-up, right? You use them all three together because you might get a little tidbit like that, something that you know might not make it in, but uh, is definitely an option. Jacksonville at Green Bay is the next game. Green Bay opened as a thirteen and a half point favorite, fifty-five and a half over under. Currently, Green Bay is still a thirteen and a half point favorite, but the total has gone down to forty-nine, which is a bit odd. Now. The real question is whether or not, because cornerback uh, Jair Alexander is doubtful for this game, so the question is really going to be, is Jake Luton going to be in play? Um, honestly, I really still doubt it. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because at his price, he's 6723 and 5,400, good for 20th, 27th, and 19th. Now, the pass defense is 22nd in the league, uh, and pass defense DVOA. Um, but they're eighth in points allowed to the position at 17.1 and 17.8 on DK. He can still make those marks, though, and make a 3X. Not so much for cash, this is more for GPP. They're going to be playing from behind. Um, I don't think the Packers are going to win by 13.5. I just don't really see it. That's why I'm I'm kind of surprised that we haven't seen a lot of people pounding that under um, as far as the, uh, the spread itself. So, <sighs> something to kind of keep in my head here. But 
I guess looting it is an option. I mean, you got Kevin King. You got cornerback Kevin King doubtful again, too. Or uh, questionable. He might actually play, but he hasn't been all that great. So we'll have to pay attention to that. I might have to take a little bit harder look into there, see how past quarterbacks have done or have fared against Green Bay, kind of figure out the totals in there. But uh, <clears throat> we do definitely have to take a look at James Robinson at running back. We know Packers have a a lot of trouble versus running backs. 7,300, 28, and 6,600, good for 10th, 5th, and 7th. So he's priced up, um, and you really need a touchdown for him to pay off. The problem is, like last week, he didn't get the touchdown. He had a little bit too much with uh, Chris Thompson last week, taking a lot of those receptions away. That really killed his value. Uh, but Green Bay, 20th in rush defense DVOA, 28th versus running backs in the passing game. 31st in points allowed to the position at 30.6 and 35 and 35 on DK. So maybe the correct out, maybe the correct option is really Chris Thompson. Although really highly doubt it, but I got to take a look back um, from last week when they were playing the Texans and see how that one kind of jumbled out. I got to look at snap counts and stuff like that because he overwhelmingly was taking, you know, or was close to uh, James Robinson's snap totals then. I think there is quite a worry there. So I may end up skipping it just using price alone. Um, It's kind of a risk in there, but you could get the cheap touchdown. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, but with Jair Alexander being uh, doubtful and more than like you know, which means more than likely out, I think we can look back to DJ Chark this week. Um, sixty-six hundred, eighteen, and sixty-two hundred, good for eighteenth, twenty-eighth, and fifteenth. So his price is still low. So I think he's an option, even though you will see the DVOA of nine uh, versus wide receiver ones and. Uh, seventh in DVP points allowed, uh, 26.7 and 33.2 to wide receivers. Uh, he is clearly in play here. We did see a nice little rapport with Luton and one Chris Conley. Um, so I think he's in play, but um, I want to take a look between him and Keelan Cole. I want to see what the snap shares were on there. Uh, Conley comes in at basically min price at 4812 and 3000 Good for 74th, 63rd, and 73rd across the board. Him and Cole are going to kind of switch between it being a wide receiver, considered a wide receiver two and a wide receiver plus. Um, so you're going to have to take that with a grain of salt. Um but, I mean, even if you look back at the game, he was really connecting with Conley for whatever reason. I don't know if they were practicing together. We don't know what happens in those off weeks. So uh, it kind of is what it is. Um, Green, Bay, Green Bay side. Oh, we got breaking news. What happened? Oh, college game day at the Masters. Who? Why is college game day at the fucking Masters? Explain that one to me. I don't know. 
Uh, Green Bay side, Aaron Rodgers is clearly in play here. We saw what happened with um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson actually kind of got screwed out of a couple of touchdowns last week. So uh, 32nd ranked pass defense uh, in DVOA. 30th in points allowed to the position at 23.4 and 25 on DK. Uh, but he is priced up 8,400, 38, and 7,900. Good for fourth, second, and second. So FanDuel is definitely his best uh, spot there. Uh, we had the return of running back Aaron Jones last week. We had no clue what was going on for that game. Uh, so it was a bit scary to use him in seasonal. If you did use him, uh, good job. I tended to fade in a couple of spots, um, but I used him on a couple other ones where I just had to use the running back. Uh, but Aaron Jones going against 21st-ranked rush defense, uh, 20th versus running backs in the passing game, 27th in points allowed to the position at 24.7 and 28.7. Uh, we do have Jamal Williams back, understandably. But Aaron Jones, 8,800, 35, and 7,100, good for third, second, and third. The reason why I like Aaron Jones a little bit more then Aaron Rodgers is just for the plain simple fact that the the Packers should um, really get up early and not really have to rely so much on Aaron Rodgers' arm, um, which means more opportunity in the running game. Now you probably now with that being said, you'll probably say, "Well, Jamal Williams, he's fifty six hundred seventeen to four thousand, good for thirty first, twenty eighth, and forty fourth." And you'll probably get just as much run. Maybe. Um, I think this could be an Aaron Jones game. We have not really seen the full breakout game. And that's what we're kind of hunting here. Um, and if there's one spot where he could possibly do it, it's against the Jaguars. So um, I'm definitely keeping that in consideration uh, for whether or not I'm putting him in cash or not. But we got to get moving here. So I will move on. Uh, I have a car appointment this morning, so for my service, my car. So trying to get this in, so that I can work on other stuff while I'm there waiting, waiting for that. Uh, Devonte Adams, uh, highest priced wide receiver on the slate, ninety five hundred thirty nine and nine thousand, good for first, first and first. Uh, he's very priced up uh, for a nineteenth ranked DVOA matchup. Versus wide receiver ones. 22nd in points allowed to the position at 32 and 39.8. Face to Sidney Jones. I don't think he has any issues there. So it's really kind of a <laughs> pick your own poison here. Um, that kind of just is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's. Oh, God. It's. Uh, it, there's a couple places where, like, if you make the wrong decision, you could get fucked. Um. So trying to tread lightly as far as my hype for the Packers because as much as I want them to win, they're going to end up fucking me in the end uh, because I'll pick the wrong. I'll end up picking the wrong spot. That'll probably go figure. Um, but at tight end, uh, we do have Robert Tunyon uh, uh, as questionable. He's expected to play. Uh, 5,721 and 3,600, good for 8th, 3rd, and 16th. Uh, Jacksonville, 23rd in DVOA versus tight end, 30th in points allowed to the position at 13.5 and 15.6. So he's clearly in play. Uh, like the price a little bit more over on DK. 
of course. Um, but we do have Jay Sternberger if Robert Tunyon isn't available. Uh, Sternberger would be 4410 so minimum price minimum price on DK as well at 2500 uh, Good for 35th, 26th, and, 34th, and 34th. Uh, so I think they're clearly in play here. Packers defense, I would use. Um, if you want to use them in seasonal, I think it's fine. Uh, DFS, I'm not so certain that I want to use them. Uh, just because of Alexander's uh, availability being null and void, pretty much. Uh, Jacksonville is 23rd in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses. So I really like them going into the week, but now not so much. Uh, moving on. Next game, we got Philadelphia at New York Giants. Uh, Philadelphia opened as a 3.5-point favorite, 40.5 over under. Currently, Philadelphia is a four-point favorite. Forty-four and a half is the over/under there. Uh, do, 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 do. Not really all that much that I really want to look at here. Um, now I did list Elshon Jeffrey as the wide receiver one, but he actually could be the wide receiver three, um, which would put him in play. I do kind of have. Uh, some love here, and actually not for Travis Fulgham. It's actually for uh, Jalen Rager. Um, taking a look at the matchup, no matter what, he should be. He's either wide receiver. He should be the wide receiver too. No matter if you flipped Alshon Jeffrey or Travis Fulgham, so he would have the twenty-third ranked matchup actually, but he would still have Isaac Yidam covering him and he is cheap so this might be a cheap option here for everybody as he is 5600 15 and 4200 good for 38th 45th and 48th so i think he is a nice cheap option here um we saw Carson Wentz have somewhat success against New York the last time they played, um, but I'm not really thrilled with him at his 7,500, uh, 28, and 5,900 price. Go for 9th, 13th, and 13th. Uh, New York is 28th in pass defense DVOA, but they're 10th in points allowed to the position at 18.3 and 19.6. It's not a bad... New York Giants are not a bad defense, so... I don't think this really gets away from them. Miles Sanders. I have some intrigue with Miles Sanders, but I don't I just don't see it. Um Giants are eleventh in rush defense DVOA, eighteenth versus running backs in the passing game. Uh fifteenth in points allowed to the position at twenty one point seven and twenty five point six. So as much as I don't like him for DFS, I do like him in seasonal, of course, but um, first game back, I'll probably just wait it out here. Philly defense, high end in play. Good. Let's see, 4,600, 20, and 3,600. Good for fourth, second, and third. Um, Why do I have all of a sudden have two cats? want to be in front of my fucking screen 
Um, 28th, uh, Giants are 28th in points allowed to the opposing team's defense at allowing 8.56 points per game. That comes off the Daniel Jones turnovers and stuff. So, I mean, I guess they're really kind of in play, but uh, doubt they're going to make the cut. We usually don't like to pay up for our defenses unless it's just a solid, legit, let's go, let's do it. Um, But they are in consideration there. Uh, Giants side, there's not really too much that I really want to mess with here. Now, (sighs) do kind of want to mess with... uh, Sterling Shepard's in a really good spot, actually, against Nickel Roby Coleman. Uh, Slayton gets Maddox, but I don't know if we can use any of these guys, to be completely honest with you. So I'll probably just skip it. I do, since we need tight end help here, uh, I do like Evan Ingram. We've talked about how he's been getting a lot more targets, you know, even fucking uh, rushing attempts. Christ's sakes, I don't know what that's all about, but uh, 5,600, 16, and 4,500, good for 10th, 10th, and 7th. I think he's a very good price uh, spot here. Uh, Eagles are 28th in DVOA versus tight ends, 28th in points allowed to the position, uh, so they've been pretty good to go here. Um, maybe the real option here is actually on the New York side for a defense, because if you're paying down a bit, a little bit, they're cheaper. They probably have just as much upside with the turnover potential and whatnot. But Miles Sanders is back, and that's kind of what I need to take a look at with uh, Carson Wentz's when Miles Sanders has been in there. Has he been good or not? But uh, Giants, 3,900, 16, and 2,700, good for 12th, 8th, and 10th. So they're priced down in a matchup where Philadelphia is 27th in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses. At 8.5, so definitely in play there. Um, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa opened as a six-point favorite, 46.5 was the over-under. Tampa is currently a five-and-a-half-point favorite, 50.5 as the over-under. Um, we did see... Ooh, DK, I never put uh, Ryan Griffin at quarterback there. Uh, we did see... We have seen Tom Brady... Uh, after bad performances come back and bounce back. I don't know if this is really going to be one of them. Um, the wise thing to do would actually just be use running back, you know, and attack Carolina on the ground um, where they're 24th in DVOA versus the rush, 29th versus uh, running backs in the passing game, 28th in points allowed to the position. So, I mean, really... This should be Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Now, the real issue is whether or not you want to even fucking deal with it because of just the smish motion of these two guys, right? You got Ronald Jones, 6,423 and 5,300, good for 16th, 11th, and 22nd. Leonard Fournette is 6,421 and 50. Uh, twenty twenty one dollars and fifty five hundred good for sixteen seventeen and nineteen. So they're tied on Fanduel. Fournette's the value by two dollars on Yahoo, and then 
Jones is actually the value over on um, DK by $200. So it's like, well, what the hell do I want to do? I kind of just don't want to touch the whole fucking game, to be completely honest with you, at least from Tampa Bay side. I mean, you look at you look at the um, Carolina side and everybody hemming and hawing about, you know, let's all right, we can use Mike Davis again. Okay. Look at the fucking matchup. They're third in rush defense DVOA, fourth versus running backs in the passing game. Ninth in points allowed to the position at 19.3 and 22.7. So, I mean, you can make the argument that, you know, at his price, and I'll get to that in a second, you can make the argument at 5,417 and 4,000, good for 38, 28, and 44, that he can reach those, that plateau there, that 19.3 and 22.7. And especially on DK, that would be a 5X, you know, over 5X on DraftKings. So they do, they do allow receptions. And I'm going to look at, past couple of games. I'm not just going to go off of the last fucking game that Mike Davis played against them and, and circle that as the whole reason, right? So, I really want to get in there. I want to look at Tampa's game logs. We'll use that through the target sheet, but um, really, there's no there's no, there's just really no reason to go here unless you wanted to maybe use Tampa's defense, but uh, Carolina's 10th and points allowed to the position. So I don't know if we really want to travel that. All right, late afternoon games. These are kind of the more fun games. Um, Denver at Las Vegas. Vegas uh, opened up as a four-point favorite, still a four-point favorite, and they opened at 50.5 as the over-under. Uh, still 50.5 over under. So we do have one Drew Lock in play. Um, Raiders 26 in DVOA pass defense, 27th in points allowed to the position. Uh, so I will definitely take a look at one Drew Lock. Now, he does have that whole thing where he starts out really super fucking slow and then he comes on later. So more of a GPP play probably at 7,124 and 5,500. Good for 14th, 24th, and 17th. You could make the argument that he is actually cash slash GPP because of his of his cost. Um, it should actually be you know pretty relevant for cash, but I don't know if I want to run the risk there. Now... I will say that I am looking at Philip Lindsay. I don't know if it's going to be cash, might be more of a GPP, might be a cash slash GPP. It depends on how much risk you want to run, but I don't think it's that much of a risk. We've seen Melvin Gordon just fall off a fucking cliff lately. And at 5920 and 5000 Good for 23rd, 21st, and 28th. I got to look at Philip Lindsay. He 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 looks so much better on the field than Melvin Gordon. And it seems like the offense really runs a lot better when he's in there. 
And he's facing a Raiders defense that's 32nd in rush defense DVOA, 23rd versus running backs in the passing game, and they are 29th in points allowed to the position at 26.8 and 30.4. So offensive lines hold the advantage on both the rush and the pass, so I definitely think that's an option there. Um, We're going to have both Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick in play. Jerry Judy is questionable, but I believe he plays. Now, I think the better mat, the better play is probably Tim Patrick after last week. Judy will be highly owned. Um, but Tim Patrick actually has the better matchup. No, it's not by much, but uh, we'll go through the pricing here first. Uh, Judy, 5,800, 18, and 5,600. Good for 33rd, 28th, and 25th. Tim Patrick, 5,500, 16, 4,900. Good for 42nd, 38th, and 36th. Jerry Judy draws a 28th-ranked uh, wide receiver one matchup. Tim Patrick draws 29th-ranked versus wide receiver two. Raiders 18th in, in the league in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 30.3 and 37.9. Uh, Judy gets Trayvon Mullen, and Tim Patrick gets Nevin Lawson. We usually like to attack Nevin Lawson more, and, more often than not. Um, so I think... It's in play. There'll be a lot of people on Jerry Judy, not so much on Tim Patrick in there. I'll probably include both, but I think Tim Patrick's probably going to be more like the cash game option uh, versus Judy. Patrick Patrick gets targeted. That's why he's definitely in play there. But uh, I digress. On the other side, we got Derek Carr. Probably more of a GPP option uh, versus, you know, cash. The matchup isn't all that great if you look at the pass defense DVOA at 12th. Uh, but they're twenty. But the Broncos are 24th and points allowed to the quarterback position at 21.5 and 21.9. That's been pretty consistent uh, for the last four weeks and has been, uh, I mean, high a higher-end target since about what, week four. So it it should be safe, but it's not completely safe. Um, then we need to decide here on what we're going to do with wide receivers. And this week, I think it actually is Nelson Aguilar facing 20th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, Denver is 21st in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 33.5 and 41.7. And he draws Devontae Harris um, as his matchup guy to match up with. Uh, Aguilar, uh, he's been getting a little bit more targets lately, but they haven't been just you know immensely huge. But he's definitely a guy that, uh, car truss. So I'm going to look at him at 5,100, 16 and 4,900. Good for 57th, 38th and 36th. Definitely on FanDuel. If you need a cheaper option, I think he is definitely in play. Um, Darren Waller. I have some interest in, but I mean, if you're telling me that he's a top price tight end on two of the sites and second on the third, whereas the defense is 15th, 
15th in DVOA versus tight end, 9th in points allowed at 9 and 12. I don't know if I can go there. I mean, I'm going to include him. I want to take a look. He is usually the highest targeted guy for Derek Carr and the Raiders, but I'm not in love with it at all. I think I'd rather pay down. To be honest with you, I'd rather pay down for Evan Ingram. Or TJ Hawkinson in a better matchup. So I doubt Darren Waller's going to make it in there, but you might want to write it down and think about it for yourselves. Um, but I think he's going to be highly owned just because there's not that much. There's not that much, but Chargers at Miami. Miami is a one and a half point favorite. That's what it opened at. Over under went from 47 and a half to 48 and a half. Um, do we want to use Justin Herbert at his price? That's really the question. Now, Miami's defense has really come on in the last four weeks. It actually started five weeks ago. So we need to decide what we're going to do here. Um, 48 and a half seems rather high. But, uh, so I think I'm going to pass on Herbert in this spot. Um, I'm not messing with the running backs. I'm just not, I'm not sticking my fucking head in there. I will, uh, look at Keenan Allen though, especially at his price point. I mean, there's generally never really a need to pay all the way up, up for your wide receiver. So, um, I will look at Keenan Allen here. At 7,800, 26, and 7,100. Faces 18th ranked DVOA matchup versus wide receiver ones. 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 32.7, 41.3. The place to attack Miami is in the slot. That's where Keenan Allen's going to make most of his, uh, make his home this week as per usual. Um, and faces Nick Needham, uh, who is the slot cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. Um, Definitely, definitely in play there. Um, where am I at? What happened here? Why am I on the wrong game? Sorry, I'm just messing around here. Uh, Miami on the other side. There's going to be a lot of people on Tua. Yes, you can hear me highlighting him. I want to take a look at this. He has been really thorough. I don't see it. I don't know why everybody's on him. I'm just inserting him because I want to see the stats for the last two weeks again. Um, facing a pass defense, 14th in, you know, in DVOA in the league, 29th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 22 and 2300. I think that's what it, where the draw is because of its price. Uh, 6,800, 24 and 5,600 good for 19th, 24th and 16th. Um, I think that's a real draw, but I don't think he's really been running all that much. Uh, not messing around with his fucking backfield. You can kiss my ass on that one. Uh, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, I'm not messing with, Parker is definitely his guy again, I guess. 
Uh, Preston Williams went to IR, so he's not available. That moves Jakeem Grant and Malcolm Perry up. Now you can make a case for Jakeem Grant. Uh, 28th versus wide receiver twos are the Chargers. Uh, 4,600, 10, and 3,000. Good for 86, 72nd, and 73rd. So they're right in the middle there. Um, and then you have Mike Izicki who gets into that tight end, little tight end zone uh, that I like to attack usually with the Chargers. Uh, 13, uh, 5,300, 12, 4,300. Good for 13th, 19th, and 9th. Uh, maybe on Yahoo, but I'm not, I'm not fucking paying that. I'm not paying that for him because this could be Durham Smythe, Adam Shaheen. That's why I would totally stay away from it. Uh, Chargers 22nd versus tight end in DVOA, 25th in points allowed to the position. So I'm going to stay away from there altogether. I'm just not going to really mess with it. So it sucks. It's a 48-and-a-half runner, and the only guy that I can really find that I like is Keenan Allen out of that whole fucking game. But that's fine. I'll take Keenan Allen. We have Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona opened and is still a two-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, but the total went from 49.5 to 56.5. So, um, wow. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so we have Josh Allen here who's facing the 11th ranked pass defense, 15th in points allowed to the position at 19.7 to 20.2. I'm highlighting Josh Allen. Um, because I really want to see how Arizona handled running quarterbacks on there. Some of this is not is conducive to the schedule. So I think Josh Allen is definitely in play. Eighty seven hundred, thirty nine, seventy five hundred. He is expensive. Third, fourth, uh, first, and fourth. So I want to dig in there. Uh. Uh, I got a cat playing with a bag. What the fuck? Get out of here. What are you doing? Idiot. Um, what do we do with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss? Zach Moss is definitely the guy. Um, here. This might be a, a sneakier play, too. To be honest with you. I like, I like Moss over Singletary. Moss is getting the touchdowns. Seems to be a little bit more involved. So I'm going to take a look at him. 16th ranked DVOA rush defense. Uh, 14th versus running backs in the passing game. 18th, though, in points allowed to the position at 21.4 and 24. So I'm going to consider Zach Moss at his 5,800, 5,200 price tags. Uh, good for 25th, 28th, and 24th. I'm going to consider it, but I might consider that rushing a little little bit more towards uh, Josh Allen and his legs. If I consider him in uh, cash or GPP. Uh, Do not hate Stephon Diggs, but I think a lot of people are going to attack Patrick Peterson. I only attack Patrick Peterson with elites. Um. I do not consider Stefan Diggs elite. I like Stefan Diggs. I do. But in reality, the matchup is really with John Brown, uh, where he faces uh, 30th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos and draws the Drake Kirkpatrick matchup. 
It's also the quote-unquote revenge game, uh, which I'm not buying into. I'm just kind of buying more into the salary, really. Uh, 5,613. 13 on Yahoo. So that's auto lock right there. Um, even if I wouldn't include him, I would say that 13 is an auto lock. Uh, 5,300. Good for 38th, 57th, and 30th. So John Brown uh, will consider definitely, 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 definitely consider uh, that's going to be cash. Um, that's one of your value options right there. So hop on that, circle that, whatever, tell it a fucking story, tickle its ear, whatever you got to do to remember to put him in there. Other side for Arizona, um, definitely can consider Kyler Murray. Uh, we like quarterbacks versus... I still like quarterbacks versus um, Buffalo. I don't really care what Buffalo did to... Uh, um, why am I blanking? Russell Wilson last week. I just... I don't. Yeah, I mean, the numbers, the numbers were really, really good to attack this defense until last week. No. But, I mean, the points total were still high. So this is a good matchup for Kyler Murray, guy with who will run. Um, so 15th in pass defense, DVOA are the Buffalo Bills. 19th in points allowed to the position at 20.1 and 21.9. So good matchup there. They actually have the advantage on the offensive lines, which is good. Uh, we need to see what's going on here with Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. Kenyon Drake is uh, questionable. And I know Chase Edmonds underperformed last week. But I still don't hate running backs versus Buffalo. Now, rush defense is 22nd in the league, uh, 15th versus running backs in the passing game. So it's middling. But they're 22nd in points allowed to the position, 21.6 and 24.6. So Kenyon Drake is is a lot cheaper. So we'll have to see what happens here. But and I got to reread that. I can't remember if it's a, if he's a game time decision, but uh, Kenny Drake, 6,000, 22, 4,900. Good for 21st, 15th and 31st. Nobody, everybody hates him. So nobody wants to, nobody will use him. Uh, Chase Edmonds, 7,100, 22nd and 6,300. Good for 11th, 15th and 10th. So in DFS, in DFS, I'm probably going to fade out Chase Edmonds just because of his price alone. Um, but I, I, I don't hate him. I still don't hate him in seasonal. I'd probably use Chase Edmonds in seasonal, even if Kenny and Drake is there. Uh, I think they'll both be highly involved there. Uh, but I might take a shot on Kenny and Drake, to be honest with you, in probably a tournament lineup. DeAndre Hopkins. Um, let's see. Here's the fucked up. Here's the fucked up thing, right? Like nobody wants nobody wants to attack Tre'Davious White. Um. And I don't really know why. Everybody wants to use Christian Kirk this week. DeAndre Hopkins, eighty six hundred thirty and seventy seven hundred, good for second, third, and second. Christian Kirk, sixty three hundred eighteenth and fifty seven hundred, good for twenty third, twenty eighth, and twenty third. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, well, here Buffalo Bills are thirtieth versus wide receiver ones. 8th versus wide receiver 2s, and 10th versus wide receiver plus. 
ninth in points allowed to the position as a whole at 27.4 and 34.8. DeAndre Hopkins is your wide receiver one, so he is at 30th. Tredavious White would be the guy that covers him. Maybe not as a whole. Like, if they stay on the same side, he'd be covering him the whole time. But there's something fucked up with that because they've been... They've been like that all season. And I hear a lot of people not wanting to use DeAndre Hopkins. They want to go to Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk falls into that eighth spot. Or the eighth rank spot. So why why is everybody... I need to search this one out. Um, Because I'm kind of confused by it. I, I like Tredavious White, but... And I respect him as a corner, but I just, there's something wrong there. There's something I'm not seeing. So going to definitely take a look there. Not taking a look at tight ends. Uh, I think we can move on from this game. Next game, Seattle at L.A. Rams. Rams opened as a two-point two favorite. They're now a one-and-a-half-point favorite. 53-and-a-half was the over-under. Now it's 54-and-a-half. So... Need to take a look here. Now, do I want to pay up for Russell Wilson? 8,938 and 7,700. Good for first, second, and third. On paper, this comes out as a really tough matchup. Tough, tough matchup. So the real question is, are those numbers real for the Chargers? Or does it have more to do with the schedule? It might be a little bit of both because they are playing the NFC East this year. So that might be what's helping all this. Uh, Not messing with the running backs. Uh, This week it technically is... Now, why do they not have... Huh. Why do they not have Ramsey on anybody? I just noticed that PFF really fucking sucks this year. That's why I don't buy into too much on there. I'm going to take a look at the matchups on my own. Uh, DK Metcalf definitely in play, though. Uh, Supposedly he's going to be covered by Darius Williams for most of the time. Uh, 8,300, 29, and 7,600, good for fourth, fifth, and third. 23rd versus wide receiver ones are the L.A. Rams. Uh, Second in points allowed to the position at 21.7 and 27.6. Again, that could be mostly uh, due to the fact of um, their opponents. But I'm going to take a look into this. Lockett faces the ninth-ranked defense versus wide receiver twos. David Moore, ninth versus wide receiver pluses. So... Gonna yeah, take a look into this a little bit further. I gotta dive in there. Now, I mean if you want a shootout, um I mean I know there's a lot of people on gonna be on Jared Goff this week. We have to decide if he is the correct play or not. Um he tends to f- he tends to fail when he becomes heavy chalk. That's why I'm trying to get off of him. 
7,400, 32nd, $3,200, good for 10th, 8th, and 7th. 29th ranked pass def- defense DVOA, 32nd in points allowed to the quarterback position at 27.9 and 30.4. Uh, Jared Goff is not a runner, though. That's the only thing that's going to kind of hamper him here. Daryl Henderson is questionable. Uh, Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, good to go. Uh, Seattle don't usually like to attack with running backs. Ninth ranked D, uh, DVOA rush defense, 22nd versus running backs in the passing game, but 13th in points allowed to the position at 20.4 and 24.2. Uh, so they'll be splitting that. Uh, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, all three are in play. And we're talking Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Josh Reynolds. Uh, Robert Woods and uh, Josh Reynolds are actually the best because they're on the outside versus the inside. Uh, you're going to pay up for Cooper Cup. You're going to pay up for Robert Woods, though, too. Um, yeah, see, Yahoo, Yahoo found it. So Robert Woods, 7,200, 31, and 6,600. Good for 11th, 2nd, and 10th. Um, Seattle's 20th versus 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Uh, Quentin Dunbar, who is going to be covering him, is questionable. Uh, we also have cornerback uh, uh, Shaquille Griffin is out for this game. 32nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 48.6 and 63.2. So whether or not, I mean, you're going to use John Brown now with with Robert Woods. Um, Because you're definitely going to take that value um, on Yahoo. So Robert Woods is the guy to actually use. He's going to be the chalk guy. Um, Cooper Cup's going to be heavily owned, though, too. I think people are going to pay down on Yahoo for him. Uh, 7,724 and 6,900 good for 7th, 13th and 7th, uh, but draws a 15th-ranked uh, wide receiver two matchup. So that's why I'm looking more at Josh Reynolds over here. Uh, nice little value play, 5,017 and 3,500 good for 62nd, 35th, and 62nd, 27th ranked uh, DVOA matchup versus wide receiver pluses. So if you want to pay up for your running backs, if you want to pay up for your safety for quarterback, you know, everywhere else, I think we can kind of get in on a couple of these value guys and do a mid-range, which would allow you to pay up elsewhere. So definitely keep that in consideration. Um. I think Robert I, Robert Woods is definitely going to be in the cash game discussion. He's going to be probably listed in there um, outside of maybe Yahoo because it's fucking expensive. But um, Josh Reynolds will be kind of the value piece um, that you want to get into. So both, both those two will be in there. I think I'm going to fade Cooper Cup, to be honest with you. Although I want to take a look at a couple things. So I have him in there for right now. All right, here we go. San Francisco at New Orleans. New Orleans opened as a six and a half point favorite, fifty-three and a half over under. Uh, New Orleans currently is nine and a half uh, point favorite, so I went up three points. Forty-nine is the over under there. 
Debo Samuel is out. Uh, Tevin Coleman is out. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about using Jarek McKinnon. Um, I'm not all into that. I don't use running backs versus the Saints. Um, although I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look at Nick Mullins because if people are going to use fucking Tua, I might use this. Um, I'm not really, I'm still not scared about using a quarterback versus New Orleans Saints defense. I think that last week was, I mean, last week was really, you know, we're going to kick Tampa's ass type deal. So I'm not, I'm not totally out on that. Oh, I forgot to switch these. Look at that. Look at that. Daddy's a dill hole. Daddy's an idiot. Uh, Debo Samuel is out. I forgot to change the designations for wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver plus. Um, it's going to change a couple of matchups in here. We will see Ayuk probably on, or Lattimore on Ayuk is what I should say. Uh, 24th ranked DVOA matchup versus wide receiver ones. Um, do, 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 do I need to get into Nick Mullins? Oh, I still haven't done Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, 6,600, 25, and 5,300. Uh, good for 22nd, 19th, and 21st. He would be a like a direct pivot for Tua Tonga Viola. Um, 27th ranked pass defense DVOA still. Uh, they went down two spots, and they're 31st in points allowed to the quarterback position at 26.8 and 29.2. Getting back to Ayuk, he faces the 24th ranked DVOA uh, matchup versus wide receiver ones. Uh, 29th in points allowed to the position, 37.5 and 47.1. Uh, Ayuk, 6,500, 21, 5,700, good for 19th, 21st, and 23rd. Um, we also have Kendrick Bourne back here, the Bourne identity. Uh, he's off that COVID list. They were actually off like right after that game. Or, like, right before the game, and then they couldn't fucking play against the Packers. So that game would have been a little bit more interesting. Uh, 19th in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, Kendrick Bourne comes in at 5,400. 13, 4,400. Good for 47th, 57th, and 44th. Um, we're going to have to see if uh, Jordan Reed should be available. This would be kind of your vol- uh This would be your punt tight end guy this week. So we like, you know, we like to attack New Orleans with tight ends, 31st in DVOA, uh, 32nd in points allowed to the position at 15 and 18.2. It's not going to be Dwelly that's going to get anything. It's going to be Jordan Reed. 5,014 and 3,500, good for 16th, 13th, and 17th. So a couple of sites, he's really dirt fucking cheap again. Uh, and I think we can take advantage of that. So definitely, keep, definitely keep that in consideration here. Um, taking a look at the New Orleans Saints side, I think Drew Brees is in play. I think he's in play. No, Taysom Hill is not in play. He's a tight end on DK or on FanDuel, by the way. So be careful of that when Renner writes him up. Uh, um, 
Drew Brees, 7,631, 6,400, good for 8th, 10th, and 8th. You know, he is in play. God damn it. 19th ranked pass defense DVOA. Uh, 16th in points allowed to the position at 19.9 and 20.7. But if you look at the trends for the last three weeks, um, they've been going up and up. So definitely when you're looking at that, that's why I put that trending bar in there, you know, for week to week, because you can actually pay attention to it. If you actually pay attention to it, you can see if defenses are getting worse or if they're getting better versus certain positions. That's why it's there. Um, Elvin Kamara, I think I'm going to skip. I think I'm going to skip Kamara, but I'm going to look right. Right at this guy, Michael Thomas. Get a little bit of savings in there. 8,500, 30th, and 7,400. Good for third, third, and fifth. I like him on DK the most, of course, because just the price point. Um, So more of a GPP option. You don't have to pay up for him in cash. Uh, Facing Verrett, fifth in the league. We've seen... We've seen... uh, Devontae, we saw Devontae Adams just smoke the shit out of these guys. Uh, 17th in points allowed to the position, 30.6 and 38.4. That's coming up, too. You'll notice the trend up, uh, 6, 11, and 17. So that pass defense is getting worse and worse. Um, I think I want to take a look at Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's a good value option here, too. Uh, 17th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Um he definitely come on he definitely uh brain farting this morning uh was helped by Michael Thomas being on the field so I want to definitely take a look there do I like New Orleans defense eh, not in this matchup I don't think so I think that's a trap too so since we'll move on, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Um, a lot of people on Pittsburgh side as far as the defense. I actually kind of like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I got to check the weather reports because if Ohio is going to be super windy, I wonder if it makes it all the way down to Seattle or Seattle, Cincinnati, or actually Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. Um. I know they're like 300 miles or 200 miles, 200 to 300 miles apart, but come on. Uh, I do kind of like T. Higgins here, 6,100, 22, and 5,500, good for 26th, 19th, and 27th. Uh, 31st ranked DVOA matchup versus wide receiver ones. We'll have Hayden. Uh, Steelers 24th and points allowed to the position at 31.8 and 38.9. I'm also going to look at Tyler Boyd at 6,700, 23rd. And 6,400, good for 17th, 17th, and 12th. It is a 10th-ranked matchup. Uh, DVOA to wide receiver twos. Um, but there's since he's going to score some points in here, it's probably going to be Higgins. I'm probably going to roll with Higgins on this one. I like his price point a little bit better, too. So uh be a nice little GPP matchup not uh, or item, not anything that you need to use for... Um, for cash games. Roethlisberger, 
then play. Oh, that's right. I didn't check his COVID designation. I probably should do that. I probably should do that right now before I get any further in here. But, you know, I'm, I'm stalling. I'm stalling here. Ben looks good to go there. Uh, 7,400, 31, and 6,200. Good for 10th across the board. 25th ranked DVOA pass defense are the Cincinnati Bengals. 17th in points allowed to the position. Now, the real question is whether or not we we're going to go with the passing game or if we're going to go with the running game. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know what the fuck was going on with James Conner last week, um, but they had me a little concerned. Um, and there's nothing really, I mean, he looked kind of sluggish on film, but I don't know. 25th ranked rush defense, DVOA, 19th versus running backs in the passing game, 24th in points allowed to the position at 21.9 and 24.4. So it's a smash spot. I just don't know if I want to pay up for him because he's up now, uh, cause he had such high ownership last week. And with the matchup, so 7,600, 26, 6,900, good for 7th, 10th, and 4th. Now, the Yahoo price isn't bad on James Conner. It's just uh, everywhere else. DK, I'm not spending I'm not spending that much. Uh, FanDuel, I'm probably not either. I'd probably ra- rather run the risk with Chubb than uh, with Conner because at least I know they'd commit to Chubb if he's playing. So more than likely, I'm looking at the passing game here. Uh, and if you're looking at any wide receivers here, it's going to be uh, Juju Smith Schumeister and uh, uh, actually Chase Claypool, not Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson draws a terrible matchup. Uh, third in pass defense DVOA tends to... I think mean that they want to roll safety over there because that's been that's dropped as everything else has risen. Uh, as wide receiver one defense has has gotten better, uh, the wide receiver two and wide receiver plus defense has gotten worse. So um, they're definitely getting themselves attracted there. Now it's sixteenth in points allowed to the position overall, thirty point six and thirty eight. Uh, but Schuster. Pardon me, Smith Schuster draws 18th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver two. Uh, Chase Claypool is 30. It draws the 30th ranked defense versus wide receiver plus. So Schuster is 6,421 and 6,100. Good for 21st, 21st, 16th. Uh, Claypool, 6,100, 23, and 5,800. Good for 26th, 17th, and 21st. So I probably like Claypool. Like, if you're going to make a decision on there, I probably like Claypool on FanDuel and DK, and I like Schuster on Yahoo more. So that's definitely something to consider there. And, I mean, look, Ebron's got another great matchup again. Now whether or not he's going to actually come through again uh, remains to be seen. I probably like Ebron a little bit more than I like Smith-Schuster, to be honest with you. But um, 17th in... Uh, tight end DVOA, and they are 31st in points allowed to the position. So I think Ebron's definitely in play here. Um, 
I know I'm going to get the question here on whether or not uh, I'm in on possibly doing two tight end sets this week, uh, doing a two tight end set for cash. I think it's viable if you want to pay up on all the other positions. So definitely consider a tight end in your flex. We'll talk about it a little bit more. There is a strategy to doing that. And put it or and or putting a wide receiver in there, but I think we got a couple of really good tight end spots uh, that we could take advantage of and be able to pay up elsewhere. So uh, two tight end is uh, isn't effect this week. Um, we'll just see if we're going to actually employ it. All right, so we got the Sunday night game. Baltimore at New England. I mean, this is pretty much... You know where I'm going on this one. It's going to be all fucking Baltimore. That's all it is. Now, I would probably definitely say that it is mostly GPP. And, you know, we're all dealing... We're dealing mostly with just um, the Baltimore side here. Um, Mark Ingram is questionable to play in this game. I don't think he plays in this game. It's kind of funny. They priced um, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards the same on Yahoo. Remember, Yahoo does this game. So, uh, But J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both $18, uh, good for 23rd. 31st ranked rush defense, DVOA. 32nd versus uh, running backs in the passing game. 23rd in points allowed to the position at 21.9, 24.7. I'm going to roll with Dobbins in this spot, and that's going to be pretty much it. Um, That's actually pretty good. I think he might actually be – it would be a a risk. It would be more of a cash slash GPP because we won't know Mark Ingram's status if he plays or not. Um, and whether or not you want to deal with that three-headed monster. I He's probably more GPP-ish, but I will take a shot with J.K. Dobbins in there because I'll take that $18 uh, to pay up elsewhere. So that's kind of where I'm rolling there. Uh, as far as New England, I'm not messing with anything there. I think you can consider Baltimore's defense. Um, but I'm not fully in love with it. What's the over-under? I forgot to go through this. Uh, Baltimore opened a 6.5-point favorite, 41 over-under. Baltimore a 7-point favorite, 43.5 over-under. So I think you can consider the defense. I'm not messing with any of the fucking tight ends or um, none of the tight ends, uh, none of the wide receivers here. I think this is going to be a complete just shit show run. Um, I think you can... You can consider using Lamar Jackson, but I don't know how much you're really going to be into it. You know what I mean? Because it's... He's going to get the job done, but I don't know if he's going to be, like, total high-end production on there. We haven't seen it, like, all season, but we'll see, especially at... Well, I'll tell you what. He's... He's only priced at $31. That's good for 10th overall. I've seen worse matchups. 16.1 points allowed to the quarterback on FanDuel, 16.3 on DK. I might actually roll a Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins. Maybe that's where I put Dobbins. 
I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea whatsoever. So definitely consider it. I would consider it on Yahoo. Um, nobody will be on it. And we do know that Jackson does have upside. He can rush. He, he can run all over the fucking place. So uh, I would definitely consider it um, over there. But uh, I'm going to get the target sheets finished up uh, today. And I'll have them out uh, when I probably before I even put the write-up out. So just pay attention. I'll talk to you guys later.